This is the Open Forum Podcast. Welcome to episode two of the Open Forum Podcast. My name is Mike Miller, joined by my co-host, Mike Martinez, to bring you the news, helpful insight, and more from the world of physical education. We sort of have a uh, special episode here for episode two. There's a lot going on in the world of phys ed and the world of education. But one thing in particular, uh, this this podcast was inspired by active schools and Take Your Parent to PE Week. I feel that parent involvement is a very strong foundation to have in the world of PE. Uh, this year, September 25th through 29th, is Take Your Parent to PE Week. There's a link on our podcast page that will take you to the Active Schools website where you can register as an event participant as well as download logos, posters, flyers, all kinds of things to really push um, Active Schools Take Parent to PE Week. You can also visit the Open Blog for resources designed to showcase your PE program and help parents feel welcomed in your gym and activity areas. All the downloadable files provided by both Active Schools and Open are always 100% free. So, yes, sir. Welcome. Welcome, buddy. I can't tell you how excited I am to do this. I, I, I feel like I feel like William sitting down with Russell from Stillwater about to interview an absolute <laughs> legend. And kudos to anyone who got that reference, by the way. Yes. Uh, we have with us today the incomparable Jim DeLine, who actually has some ex- has lots of experience in bringing families and parents into his gym as well. So welcome, Jim. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Good morning, guys. Incomparable, that's a big word. I'm not sure I understand. <laughs> but it's always good to be here. Humbled by uh, uh, the opportunity to speak. 32 years I've been teaching. I teach at Highland Park Elementary School in Austin, Texas. We are uh, home of the Highland Park Scotty, 683 kids this year. And I am in Scotty my, Strong. Yeah, Scotty Strong. And we're in our 10th year. Uh, I'm in my 10th year at that, that school, kindergarten through fifth grade. Excellent. So why don't we kick this off uh, with Jim. Tell us a little bit about what you do in regards to inviting parents into your gym. Well, every year we have have parents come in and just help out as PE parent volunteer coaches. And at the end of the year, we have have, uh, about 500 visits, which averages about 3.2 or 3.5 parents per day to come in and just – help out wow. and be a part of their kids day. I got to tell you I I I know we've had this conversation before separately. Every time I think about the number of people, the number of, of outsiders, non-students, non-teachers coming into the gym, I I can't help but getting you know fired up and maybe even a little emotional about it. I can I can already feel how strong that is. Why don't you tell us a little bit about why? Why is this something that's important to you? Uh, what made you start doing it and and, and why do you continue doing it? Well, the whys are both short-term and long-term. The short-term is there's nothing better than seeing a kid's face when mom and dad shows up and running over. We always make a big deal of mom and dad being there. We've had grandparents come. It's just really cool. Grandparents that are in town for like Thanksgiving, for example, or winter break or whatever. You know, they always come by and just seeing the kid's immediate reaction and the smile that they have and, and the big hug that we make sure that they give. Those are just heartwarming. The big picture is, is that inevitably parents become advocates of what we do. They support us in so many different ways from contributing, you know, to, to things that we need in the gymnasium to be an advocates when we have to make policy decisions at a district level. Um, mm-hmm. Just understanding really that the whole picture of health and wellness is as much a part 
of developing kids as, you know, the core subjects are math, science, et cetera. So there's just a huge spectrum of whys. Yes, it's something that we can't do without. It's an integral part of our program. Yeah, I'm, I'm huge on buzz and how that, how that influences and legitimizes what you do uh, in the gym. Last year when uh, I was at my previous school, my gym was in the basement. You know, nobody really came down and saw what I did except for uh, the parents I had in. There was a big, there was a big drive in our network to have parents come in and see what we're doing, but it was really only pushed at the academic level. So, well, what's your kid reading? How's how are they doing in class socially? Things like that, and they would always push for parent volunteers for snack and read alouds and that sort of stuff in the classroom. So I said, well, why not have them come down to the gym and play with their kid and see everyone else and see everybody having fun and moving around during the day. So I really pushed and I, I keyed into my parent council and we're going to talk about good ways to build that and get people in those parents that came down and they would take off work. <laughs> they would come down once or twice a week and help out. And they were the biggest fans and the biggest promoters of what I was doing down in that gym. So Jim talked about short term, long term, short term, those kids are seeing their parents in the gym having fun. Those kids are seeing their parents enjoying what they're doing in school. The parents are seeing that their kids are having fun in class, right? Pushing up that joy factor. And those parents then turn to other parents, you know, because parents talk. Absolutely. Parents talk a lot. Yeah. And it's it's nice to say, oh, man, I went to Coach Miller's PE class and, you know, they're doing some great stuff. They're learning. They're having fun, you know, and their smiles and everything else and they they go back to school. They go back to class sweating, and and they're just so set for the rest of their day. Uh, we have parents that come back and they say this was the funnest part of my day, you know. And we have parents that have very stressful jobs, and it, it when they see just the joy that we have, it also brings a measure of respect to what we do as physical educators. I mean, we're not just coaches. We're not just gym teachers. When they see mm -hmm. all of the dynamics and the different layers of what we do, bringing in, you know, cooperation, talking about teamwork, talking about values, moral, sportsmanship, character, in addition to just the physical activity side of what we do, they 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 have a they leave with a different level of respect for the program in general and for me as a as a person who has chosen this as my occupation and as my livelihood. Great minds definitely think alike cuz I was just about to say like literally the same exact thing. I can imagine even though it's 2017, even though we've been working very very hard to kind of change the face and the perception of of PE, I think getting a parent in who might have gone to school when it was kickball, dodgeball yeah. and tag games 24/7 to see that there's vocabulary taking place there, there there's life skills that are being taught there's the cooperation the leadership the the actual skills being taught that goes a long way into opening people's eyes and again unfortunately we're still fighting that that battle but showing people that there is so much more than what they thought it's not, it's not just glorified recess going on yeah they have that idea of what they think it looks like based on their own personal experience right no one's climbing ropes anymore or you know <laughs> <laughs> anything crazy like that they can actually see how much work goes into these classes every single day. Mm -hmm. Agreed. So I'm going to ask, if I'm still trying to get my head wrapped around these numbers here, Jim. If you have parents essentially coming in every single day, this obviously is not something that you started this year or last year. How long have you been Have you been doing this program? About 10 years. I mean, when we when we first started. My predecessor, I got to give him credit, uh, Coach Dave Woods, he, he actually started this. And what he would do, he's so old school, it's wonderful. He would have a vanilla folder <laughs> up on a bulletin board 
right? Just put regular vanilla folder. And parents would sign the vanilla folder as they would come in. So I changed wow. that, and we just take a picture now. And I, I print the picture off, and we post the picture up on the bulletin board. So it's one of those organic bulletin boards that starts out blank. And I take a picture of that bulletin board at the beginning of the year, and then at the end of the year, just to kind of show the growth. And at the end of the year, you know, there's 500 pictures up, which I take down at, at the beginning of every year, write a quick thank you card on the back of them, and give that picture back to the kid and the parent. And we have parents That's now that great. have, yeah, it's awesome. Because we have, we have parents now that have collections. They actually come back and they show me their collection of their pictures from when their kid was in kindergarten up to when their kid was in fifth grade. That's so powerful. That's so, that's amazing. It's that refrigerator fuel. It is. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, and you can't, you cannot have a bad day. If you're having a bad day, you know, you're having one of those, like, why am I doing this days? Um, mm -hmm. You know, the music teacher doesn't show up and now you've got her kids too. whatever. You, all you got to do is go over there and take a look at that bulletin board and see the joy and see the happiness of, you know, what you do. I mean, it's right there. And parents will come in and just kind of stare at the bullet. There's not a bad picture up there. Everybody's smiling. Everybody's happy. <laughs> so speaking of having a bad day, I'm thinking of myself personally. I know that every single class that I teach is not my best class ever, either because I did something wrong or just the, the the vibe, the energy wasn't there. What do you like? How do you how, how did you get over that hurdle of worrying that a parent might see you have an off class or? something might happen that might cause a parent to, you know, raise an eyebrow towards what was going on. How, how did you get over that initial hump? Well, I'm still not over it. I mean, it's, it's, it's <laughs> honestly, I mean, it's, it's a little daunting to have people look over your shoulder each and every day that you're working. You know, part of it is just building the relationship over the course of years. Part of it is just being honest, you know, and, yeah. you know, just trying to be transparent, you know? So for example, if kids are misbehaving or if they're not following directions the first time that you ask them, you just bring them together and you have a candid conversation about that. You know, what are the expectations in the gym? This is what we do. What happened? How are we going to get better? Good. Let's go. I find that parents appreciate that type of instruction and appreciate that type of transparency than they do just trying to put on a dog and pony show. And yeah. I had a mentor of mine tell me once, which I think is so true. We are our own worst critics, right? My Definitely. worst day is is going to be better than what they're going to expect out of my best day. Does that make sense? So that's so true. Yeah. So, you know, I'm hard on myself, but they may not see the little nuances of somebody being off task or being redirected or people not getting along. And that's why they're there too. They're there to be an extra set of eyes, right? If there's mm -hmm. a conflict, one of the things I might ask them to do is go over and stand next to that kid or, you know, help them work this out or redirect them, you know, give them a purposeful role in that process. But the minute they come in, they're a coach. We call them coach mom, coach dad, or, you know, coach Mike. And we make a big deal out of them being professional parents. This is what they do for a living, right? And so a second yeah, grader now, who's nine years old, we say, hey, they've been keeping this kid safe and well and healthy and happy for nine years old. So this is this is a coach. And if they ask you to do something, the answer is yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. And we empower the parents to be a part of the teaching process. And Yeah, that was something that I've, I found – important to do and very very effective is you empower the parent and sometimes like if you have that five seconds eight seconds while you know the kids are in let's say independent practice kind of explain to the parent the inner monologue that's in your brain so that way they know they see what you're looking for they see you know how your decision making and how you steer your lesson to get the outcomes that you want uh, while keeping everybody safe and having fun. 
absolutely. Not your first rodeo, man. So one thing I'm thinking of too, I'm picturing, you know, we all have those students who are, you know, near and dear to our hearts, whose parents have been, have been called in and asked to come in to sit next to Johnny or Susie because their behavior is a little off at times. Have you seen, I'm thinking how strong of a, of a, of a warm, positive message that'll be if they get to come in and see their, their child thrive in a setting instead of always being told that they're doing something wrong. Have you seen any changes in behaviors or in, in managing behaviors when certain parents come in, you know, and, and to help strengthen those kind of relationships for you? You know, it's interesting. Um, the answer is yes and no. Sometimes kids will be a little bit more silly. Right. And they're making no mistake. I mean, sometimes you have to manage mom and dad, too. I mean, sometimes, you know, Mm -hmm. mom or dad are being uh, one of the taggers and get a little aggressive with the noodles. We got to kind of temper that. Um, (laughs) But it's true. But the big picture is, is yes. I mean, the, the child is so happy to have a parent there. And who doesn't love the extra attention? Who doesn't like to be noticed? And it's very heartwarming to the because the parent knows if their child is struggling elsewhere in the school. Right. Or is, um, you know, you know, had to talk to the principal or whatever. And to see that, you know what, that they're doing what they're capable of doing, it just becomes a building block towards other great things. You know, so, you know, here you can do this. You you are able to make right choices Man, you succeeded today, you know, and, 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 and you did it. And helping that child understand and gain that confidence that they can go forward and do this elsewhere in the school. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen that. That's awesome. So tell us a little bit more about how you actually get parents in. What do, how do you invite them? How do they sign up? How do you keep this list of 500 a year organized? You know, what, what systems do you use to make that happen? Well, me organizing anything sometimes is a tall stretch. But what I, what I have found, <laughs> it's true. You know, I have a parent who is willing to volunteer to create a, um, a sign-up list on a website that's called Sign Up Genius. And it's free and it's uh, it's super simple. It takes a while to set up the original template of when particular classes are going to come at particular times. But we just mm-hmm. use that template from year to year. So once we've kind of invested in the initial setup, it's something that we can roll from year to year. So I'm able to go into Sign Up Genius and see who's coming. And, for example, if I double scheduled or... Uh, that class is going to go out on a field trip, and I didn't realize that. I can send an email out directly to those parents, and I can control the number of parents that come in. So usually, on average, two slots per class. You know, I don't want to be inundated with five, six, seven, eight parents in the gym, but you know, two is is a good number. And sure. parents just go in and sign up that way. We let parents know what the sign up link is. We send that home in a newsletter. We have a couple of intra school communication systems that we use. Uh, our school has a closed Facebook group that we use. And then I'll send the link to each classroom teachers and they disseminate that information to their particular homeroom, you know, as they see fit. So parents have to go in on Sign Up Genius and they, they have to sign up and then they come. When they come, Uh, I have a little list of things that they can do. Here's how you can help. I have a place where they put their things, a little rack, a special Mm -hmm. rack, because, you know, uh, there'll be purses. And I have a place, I don't, a little box, and I encourage cell phones to be put in the box. So you don't have to, but, you know, put the cell phone here um, because we don't, you know, I just, I want them attending, right? I understand that they may have little emergencies or that they're taking time off from work and all that, but it's just, it's kind of a little message, you know, put that here and, and get engaged. Some parents 
jump right in. Some aren't sure what to do. And we just, you know, kind of kind of wean them in. I'm thinking that the cell phone thing is absolutely brilliant because I'm, I'm picturing that having a parent there who is not 100% present, who's checking an email, who's texting, might actually end up having a counterproductive uh, effect if I'm, you know, little Johnny or little Susie and I'm looking over and mom's not looking at me or dad's not looking at me because they're busy with what they're doing. So, I mean, how, how, how brilliant to kind of volunteer or suggest that a parent, you know, get rid of that distraction and make sure they're 100% all in on what's going on in the classroom that day. That's yeah. fantastic. And well, and being mindful, though, that parents are taking time off work. And, oh, sure. you know, and some of that work is, you know, extremely relevant, you know, salespeople, doctors, lawyers, it's important that, um, that they have access to what they, they need, but it's just, it's a suggestion. Now thinking of different families, different parents, different comfort levels, you mentioned that some parents aren't really hundred percent sure what to do. Do you give any guidelines as to how active they want to be, or if they, if they don't really feel like being active, but want to be a part somehow, do you give a list of roles or ways to participate or just kind of let them organically filter their, their way through it? No, I guide them. And it all depends on what we're doing, depending on what the unit is. So for example, gymnastics is, you know, we use centers. So I would ask them to specifically watch the balance beam or the turning bar. If we're doing uh, tagging games, they either become a tagger. I offer them, do you want to, you want to chase and tag? Or do you want to be an information station? Which means if I tag you, Say, for instance, we're talking about fruits and vegetables and eating healthy. If you get tagged, go to the information station, and the information station is going to ask you a question. And I give the parents a list of questions to ask based on the grade level. And so they interact that way, which is, which is great. But the most important thing that I stress to them is that you are an extra set of eyes, and you are a professional mm-hmm. parent, and you understand about how keeping kids safe. If it doesn't feel safe to you, then it's not safe please intervene. And I would rather you err on the side of caution as opposed to thinking that you should have said something and someone gets hurt. So super. Do you, oh, I was asked if you've, have you found that there's any units that are more popular where, where, where more parents want to be part of the gymnastics unit versus others? Or is it pretty much they just kind of sign up when they, when their schedule allows for it? Well, uh, a bit of both. I, we, I request more parents during gymnastics because it's just a very station dependent and equipment dependent unit. So we'll ask for an extra set of eyes, you know, to come and monitor stations. I mean, we got 60 kids in 10 gymnastic stations. So it's um, to make it work. You know, we rely on the parents. Yeah, it's a little full. (laughs) You know, but it's great, though. But other than that, you know, some parents can just get out at a particular time. So they'll get out whenever they can. And not all parents can. Last year, I started towards the end of the year. Raise your hand if your mom and dad couldn't get out here. And let's understand that they're busy. And, you know, when kids look at that bulletin board and they don't see their picture, Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a whole nother dynamic that I was kind of got in tune to. So I'll take a selfie with them and we'll post our picture up. Sure. Or even on the flip side of that, I feel like the initial work, like you mentioned, you have to do a little bit more work at the beginning to get this rolling. Once I see that my best friend's mom came in or my best friend's dad came in, I'm going to go home that night and start hounding my parents like, hey, you got to come into PE this week. You know, you're allowed to come play with us. And I feel like the kids will eventually spread, spread the word for you. Yeah, they try. But not all moms and dads can, can, can get in, you know, um, and uh, as much as I try. So I don't want, you know, I don't want feel, I don't want kids to feel bad that mom and dad can't make it. So trying to, sure. you know, um, trying to help assuage that is, uh, I think, a important part of the process as well. You know, I was thinking back to, we didn't first use Sign Up Genius. What we originally did, I mean, if someone wants to get started with it, it was easy, as easy for us as posting a sign-up sheet 
outside of each homeroom. So I just created a little sign-up sheet. And I did it month to month. And so it was, you know, a little labor-intensive on that end. But uh, mm-hmm. parents, as they dropped off their kids, would just sign in. But then I didn't know actually who was coming unless I went from room to room. At least with Sign Up Genius, I have a way I can just go in and I can look who's coming for the day. Sign Up Genius is, is really great. You can actually – it's signupgenius.com. It's yeah. totally free. You put in your email address. You set that up. And then I believe inside of Sign Up Genius, there's like a – there's an email – blast if yep. like, if your school doesn't have that capability yep. you can go ahead and email blast uh however many people you want once, once the parents um, sign up once they sign up and register right. i use sign up genius for a lot of different things i use it for my field days i use it for uh archery you know we have an archery team and so it's 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 just one of those teaching tools that i i couldn't do without at this point my school's big on google so every teacher has a has a google classroom where students can look up previous assignments and that kind of stuff yeah. but through through the Google Classroom or through a Google site you can have the forms that automatically link to a Google Doc I, I feel like <laughs> I feel like sometimes this show is like a commercial for Google but <laughs> because they have so many great things so you can have parents and you can distribute links let's say through the PTA or something like that where they can just click on right on their phone they can fill out a Google form hey here are a couple of dates you can you can provide dates for them and they can kind of hit those check boxes and it would fire off a um, a data set to a Google sheet and then bam that's that's your schedule right there so a lot of a lot of different ways where you can kind of crowdsource that information from your parents directly but with with your specific specifications on what yeah. day they can come in you can also label hey this day we're doing gymnastics this day we're doing you know basketball so that way parents have an an opportunity to play to their strengths as well. Let's say you have a parent who played college volleyball. They're going to want to come in during the volleyball unit. So outlining the that information for them can also spur some of that interest as well. And we'll definitely put a link to Sign Up Genius yeah, in, in the, the show notes, the show notes yeah. which will be available on the website as well to help, you know, get people in that direction. If they want to sign up for it, uh, question for you, Mr. Deline: If someone wants to, after hearing this episode, wants to jump on the Active Schools initiative and the the bring your parent to PE bandwagon for this week, or make it a larger part of their overall program as you have, let's say Jim Deline from ten years ago walked up to you and asked, "What advice can you offer to help get them started in this initiative?" What advice would you offer? You know, um, that's a great question. I mean, I'm sh- not sure my advice is always the greatest advice in the world. And it's coached to you, by the way. It's not Mr. DeLine. Um, oh. <laughs> my apologies. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> I'm just poking the skunk. Here we go. Uh, so, uh, you know, the, 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 the big picture, I, my advice to you would be look at the big picture. What is it that you're going to get out of this? Why is this really mm-hmm. important? We have a community now. I mean, the gymnasium truly is not just a place where kids are trying to learn about being physically active for a lifetime or learning about trying to empower themselves to make healthy wellness and good choices for a lifetime. We have a community and that community allows us to do things that I don't think that I could do and not don't think I know I couldn't do if it were just me just teaching kids. We get donations as a result of this. We also get mm-hmm. people that don't 
donate, but give a special time. I have a parent, for example, through this that helps me enter in fitness gram data. I have a parent that's wow. willing to give us money for an archery program. We People see what you do and you create a social network and you create social efficacy through this physical education community. It's the power of play. It's the power of joy. It's, I mean, who doesn't enjoy seeing their child thrive and succeed and smile? So my advice would be, yes, it can be daunting at times. And you make no mistake, there are days that I'd rather not have parents there. But mm-hmm. the big picture and keeping in the big picture, if you really want to move your program forward in a direction where you can call upon advocates and you can call upon people to help you, regardless of what the situation may be, then start inviting parents in. Pick a comfort zone. Right? Pick a, a class or two where you feel that you'll be at your best and start small and grow big. I mean, like, like anything else, you get to create the parameters and the dynamics of where you want to kind of start to build this process. For example, the last thing I want in my gym, last thing I want in my gymnasium in the beginning of the year are kindergarten parents because we're hurting cats, <laughs> right? Yeah. I don't, yeah. you know what I mean? So we're trying it's all systems and procedures exactly. at that point. Yeah. And so after four weeks or five weeks, kindergarten parents will start coming in and the kids will know their PE power words. Hey team, hey coach. They'll know where to go when I say super spots. They'll do their little rattlesnake run. And the parents look at me like, you're a genius. You can herd cats. <laughs> and But I would not have them in that particular particular period. By the same token, I don't have parents come in towards the end of the year because uh, that's just kind of my, you know, I've, I've, I'm, I'm ready to kind of start phasing out of, of, you know, being in the spotlight all the time. But my advice, there's a big picture out there. The benefits, the benefits are immediate, but there's things that are going to happen that you can't even imagine happening. I mean, a a story, and I could tell hundreds of stories, but we have a, we have a, uh, an online auction or we have an auction, a fundraising auction for our school. We call it the fling. And I had a dad last year, give me a check for $2,000. And the check was, my wife wouldn't let me buy what I wanted to get at the fling. So coach, give this money to you. And I was like, his name was Wayne. Was, well, Wayne, what do you want me to do with this? I mean, I'll earmark it. He says, I trust you. I've been in here enough to see what you do that if there's a use for this. And what we ended up doing with that money was funding two kids who couldn't afford to go to Louisville for our archery tournament. So, wow. you know, it's just people helping people and, and building that kind of trust. And, you know, I know, I know that not every school has, has that kind of, what's the word I'm looking for here? You know, financial Equity. resources, right? Yeah. But I have parents help me with bulletin boards. I have parents help mm-hmm. me set up for, uh, like, for instance, setting up for gymnastics. That's, that's a day's worth of work. I have parents that can <laughs> help me with those kinds of things. And taking down gymnastics and giving your time to me is as important if you're helping me make my life easier so that we can help kids that's as that's as generous to me as someone who can write a check and is in that position so oh, absolutely you know that's my advice think big understand that there's going to be some re- uh, some 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 benefits from this that you may not ever anticipate and the immediate effects seeing kids and parents be happy that's you know that's what we do. We're, we're in the business of changing lives, and when you can get parents to come in and see that their kids are thriving, section are thriving and and succeeding, then you've accomplished that in some capacity. And in the same vein with that with that adv- advocacy piece, that's why 
Kevin McGrath has been so successful with his Adopt-A-Gym program, he puts on these giant uh, programs and these giant events to pull in all kinds of funds from any part of his school community and then doesn't hesitate to share that with with other communities around him and, and districts that need all this help to build their program, to rebuild their program. And he keys into that whole giant community he has in his school to to launch this Adopt-A-Gym program that's helped so many kids around the globe. And I tell you, the thing that has me the most fired up about becoming more involved with this, I, I definitely want to participate in the active schools, bring your parent to PE week, but maybe even consider making this a, a larger part of, of my overall program isn't the money at all. It's thinking about how many more opportunities can be opened up now. I know a lot of teachers who shy away from a gymnastics unit because they don't have enough spotters they can trust. They don't have time or energy to, or hands to set up all the equipment. If you can get people who believe in your program and buy into what you're doing and can donate time, to me, time is worth a million times more than dollars and cents ever will be. I think, as as Jim mentioned, building that family and that community that's centered around the PE program is something that we definitely can't can't be ever be overstated i agree well i think um, as much as i would love to keep talking about this for the next couple hours or days or weeks i, I believe we're running short on time jim i want to thank you so much for dropping some wisdom on us to uh, explaining what, what what you do down there in austin and just how you made your community so scotty strong i appreciate you popping <laughs> on with us today buddy well i appreciate it appreciate what you do and you know for every pe teacher out there and every coach out there you know um a shout out to them for doing work that is truly some of the most meaningful work in the world and for all the lives that they, they change. And uh, we're part of an incredible, incredible community. So before we, we clean up here, I just want to again say that this podcast was inspired by Active Schools and Take Your Parent to PE Week. This year, September 25th through the 29th, is Take Your Parent to PE Week. There's a link on our podcast page that will take you to the Active Schools website, where you can register as an event participant, as well as download logos, posters, and flyers. You can also visit the open blog for resources designed to showcase your PE program and help parents feel welcomed in your gyms and all of your activity areas. All of the downloadable files provided by both Active Schools and Open are 100% free. Folks, I know Jim would never talk about himself in this way, so I'm going to go ahead and do it for him. If you ever have a chance to go to a one of your local or state or national conferences and you see Jim DeLine's name in that flyer, please make sure you go out and check out his session. He is absolutely one of the best of all time, not just in teaching. I'm talking in, in life in general. <laughs> He's an absolute all-star. Jim, one more time, thank you so much for being on with us today. I hate you guys. Man, as long as I have a biscuit, you get half, all right? <laughs> I'm going to hold you to that. Okay. Uh, thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in today. We had an absolute blast talking about the, the benefits and the joys of bringing your parents into the, the PE realm. If you have any questions, comments, uh, concerns, anything you want to talk about more in detail about this episode, feel free to email us at openforumpod at gmail.com, or you can always tweet directly at the show at openphized. If you have a question for Micah or I, in particular, you can tweet at us directly. You can find me at BizEdFreak. And I'm on Twitter at CoachMillerPE. So hopefully we continue to hear from you all soon. I know we, we got a tremendous amount of buzz after episode one of people who want to reach out, with Jim being the first one to grace the airwaves with us. So hopefully we hear from more of you soon. 
Uh, if you have any other questions or ideas you want to share, please, please, please help to us to make this a truly open forum. Thanks so much for tuning in. And until next time, stay active, everyone. This podcast and all of the great services provided by Open are made possible through the support of U.S. Games and BSN Sports. Every time you purchase physical education and athletic equipment through U.S. Games and BSN Sports, you are supporting a network of teachers helping teachers. Open is a public service organization. Learn more at openphyzed.org.